0: Welcome to the Kosafa Show with Mark Gleeson and Nick Sed. Welcome to another episode of the Kosafa Show where we hear about the potential growth of futsal in the region and how the sport has expanded enormously around the world in recent years and is now starting to gain some real traction on the African continent. We also chat to South African junior international Rowan Human, who has just completed a fine season at Israeli side Beitar Tel Aviv, where his potential as a future star for Bafana Bafana was confirmed. But first, we speak to Junior Roberti. He's a Brazilian coach who's based in the United Kingdom at York Futsal. They'll be conducting a two-month course for coaches in the Southern African region ahead of the inaugural Cassafa Futsal Championship later this year, utilising some of the biggest names in the game, including the current Brazilian national team coach Marquinhos Javier. Okay, so first of all, can you just give us an outline of the course that you'll be running with Cusafa next month, who it's for, what is the content, and who are some of the coaches that will be delivering the course?
1: So this course... Um, we we're planning to 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 achieve different levels of uh, of um futsal so we we're preparing the course to get um to be useful um for for everyone so someone with a, a, a minimum contact with futsal so trying to understand the game itself and, and the, the general principles of the game so uh, how it works um and also we we're going to have a content focused on the people that are already work in futsal and they need a little bit more information so they need a, a little bit more detail a little bit more um uh, specific content to develop even further what they already been doing so it's for everyone i can say um the idea is to prepare for the for the competition uh that's going to happen later this year um And and the people involved are mainly Brazilian coaches from from the highest level uh, in the country. So Marquinhos Xavier is our Brazilian national coach, is with me leading this project. And we're bringing all the names from the Brazilian First Division and also Brazilians that uh, work with futsal in different countries, because they have the experience of working with futsal from a very strong background, but in places where the futsal is not yet part of the, the, the sport or the football DNA. So that's a very important approach. Like myself, I work in England, uh, where it's a very strong football country, but with futsal very um, in early days, let's say. So we're going to be gonna be a combination of strong established uh, um coaches working in established leagues actually and also coaches that are trying to develop futsal in in countries that are starting now. Uh, so But the plan is to offer concert. What we want is everyone in this course, regardless the level, going to leave the course with something positive, useful, and ready to apply into the daily uh, or weekly um, um, events.
0: Now, you mentioned that you're in England. Uh, the course is being delivered through you uh, by York Futsal, I believe, which is a, a club in the north of England. Can you tell us a little bit more about the team and, and why you branched out into the education side or the coaching uh, training side as well?
1: Yeah, we are based in York. We are uh, York Futsal. It's a futsal club uh, in the north of England and Yorkshire. And we compete uh, in, in English leagues that we have here for the last few years. And myself, again with Marquinhos Xavier and other Brazilian coaches, um, we understand that we need to we need to help more. Um, we came we we came from from a country with what Futsal is very strong, it's part of our DNA. Futsal is the most played. Uh, sport in Brazil. Uh, we, we play at school from the age of four or five, so it's very strong. So it's part of us, it's part of everyone in Brazil. Um, and when we, we leave Brazil, when you go to other countries, we see um, that, that we, we need to help. It's not enough for us to be doing futsal in our countries and and judging or even criticizing all the other all countries, continents or federations that don't have futsal as strong as it is in Brazil. So that's not a very good approach. So that, what can we do instead? So how can you help other people to love the game, to work with the game, to 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 understand the game and to take the benefits of the game? Um and that's why we start to move off just competing, trying to be the best in our in our in our industry to help others and 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 through coach education, the coach education was a natural pathway for us uh, myself Marquins, we have a, a, a academic background, so working universities and everything so I say working together what can we do to help other people in the game so that 's how we move from from being the clubs uh, to going to to coaching education and helping other people.
0: Now you mentioned there that that futsal is uh, hugely popular in Brazil, I know also in in uh... Spain, I think Argentina, Italy, those kind of countries. You mentioned there as well that it's played in schools. Is that why it is so popular, do you think? Is is that, is that sort of the next natural step for for countries is to try and introduce it at junior levels?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think schools are, are a very important part of this process. Uh, in Brazil, it's the school and the street. Uh, uh, the fact that, uh, I need to say I'm not in Brazil for the last 15, 20 years, so many things might have changed in this time, but uh, talking about my childhood, you don't have many space to play sports, uh, to play football in there. So you don't have football pitches available. Like in England, every park you go, you have six, seven, eight football pitches, beautiful grass and everything. So in Brazil, we have this lack of um, facilities. If you It's much easier to play uh, in a street. It's playing a small concrete courts. And for that reason, futsal became very, very important. The street futsal, if you like. But the schools are where we have the first contact with the sport. So it's where we start playing when we go to six, seven years old, uh, seven years old, we start, when we go to school. And that's where we start playing, where the competitions start to be a little bit more um, organized. And then from that, we go to, to the club. So if you think about the, the pathway of the, um, of the futsal player, if you like, uh, is school going to be a very strong foundation of that um, of that pathway, so definitely is one of the things that we're trying to introduce here uh, uh, in England and helping uh, all the federations of the countries to introduce into the school curriculum be normally um, the futsal as one of the sports for sure.
0: It sounds like you know the the Brazil experience can translate very easily into for many African nations as well because I think there's similar struggles there. But it's fair to say that Futsal has been slow to gain traction in Africa, certainly historically. I think only 13 of the 54 member associations of CAF entered the qualifiers for the last Futsal Cup of Nations, which was held in Morocco last year. That being the case, many of our listeners may not really be aware of the format and and how Futsal is played. Can you just explain the, the basics Yeah, absolutely.
1: Us? So futsal is is um, is a variation of football because it's, it's under FIFA. So we it's an indoor five-a-side. So if you think about the game, um, it's going to be a a, a a mix of futsal, uh, football, basketball, handball, all together. So you play indoors, goalkeeper plus four players um, with, of course, a smaller, smaller um, court, a smaller pitch. And it's a very intense game. So it's a game of um, attacking and defending. So it's very dynamic. We're playing two halves of 20 minutes and we have rolling subs. So the substitution is free. So you can substitute as many times as you want. That keeps the intensity of the game extremely high because you don't have to save energy in general, and then you, because you can keep changing. So it is a very, very uh, interesting sport. It's a, it's a very dynamic. It's very entertaining as well. Um, it, it's, it's indoors, uh, what helps a little bit the, the the environment because you know the noise and the supporters and everything. Even if in Brazil it's played a lot outdoors in the, in the youth. Um, competitions can be played outdoors, but when you go to the to the high level, to the professional level, it's always indoors. So it's a very exciting sport. Uh, it's on television in many countries. It's professional in many countries. So it's an opportunity for players to to go as well as a job, as a career, and and yeah, and, and it's exciting.
0: Uh, I seem to remember that back, certainly in the I think it was the, the 1990s or the 80s, that uh, uh, indoor soccer. I'm, I'm not sure. You have to correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, if that's the same as futsal was played in the USA, it was very popular there, um, and you know a few ex players would then turn to to futsal maybe towards the end of their you know eleven a side career. Do we still see that? Are there are there any players that have you know finished their eleven a side career and go into futsal, or was, or was it really completely separate, two separate? Yeah, sports it, it
1: happens still here and there. Uh, but that is more like in the in the past uh, where where futsal was not as developed as it is today in these days so it, as as futsal in majority of the, the strong countries is full professional uh, the level is getting harder and harder and, in, and increasing the level so that makes makes harder for 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 players that come from football to play because it's, it's a different it's a completely different sport it looks very similar but it's very different tactically it's different physically is extremely different so the the way you behave physically in a futsal game is completely different with short sprints, change of directions, non-stop. So your your workload going to be always hitting the 100% uh, where futsal, football we go a little bit more ups and downs so you have time to rest and then you go. Um, so it is, it, you still see a player here and there but it is, it's very unlikely now to see that pathway. Uh, the American uh, indoor soccer, what's very popular actually in America, is different sports. Um, I think the main difference is the size of the court is so a little bit bigger and they use the walls so they don't have the lines. So it's not it's not like a futsal we have the lines just like football. So we have the lines so you cannot um pass the line is a kick in instead of throwing and and the, and the soccer the American indoor soccer you pay you play on the on the walls so the ball never goes well it's only to go over but the ball is keeping play all the time. Um, but it's very popular there. But what we see the opposite is is players starting futsal and that is a, is a reality in Brazil. Starting futsal and playing futsal till 11, 12, 13 years old, and then migrates to, to football. That's an extremely natural uh, pathway in, in the Brazilian um, scenario, uh, if you like. So it's very natural the player then goes to football, starting futsal, goes to football, spends a few years there. And because the competition in Brazil is extremely high to make football, it's natural then to come back to futsal. So that transition, futsal, football, futsal, before the age of 18, 20 it's quite normal but then after when you're stopping playing football 35 36 and you try to play competitive futsal it's hard it's extremely hard
0: yeah and again correct me if i'm wrong but i should imagine that you know with futsal you're your skills with the ball at your feet and your close quarter skills must be very well developed do you think that as you say if kids start out with futsal and then advance to uh you know 11 aside association football does that help them that the, in terms of developing those close quarter skills you know we always think of the brazilians as so skillful and you know incredible to watch uh, is yeah, that
1: the case absolutely um the fact that futsal is everything uh, uh tight so you have to make decisions in a very uh, short space uh, in a very short uh, in a very short time as well so you don't have space and you don't have time so that means you need to develop uh, your decision making process um to deal with that constraint pretty much so then naturally because of that process you start developing the, the the technical elements, the technical skills to, to deal with that situation. Uh, so what we say is uh, the, the problem in a, in a positive way, the problem that the kids have playing futsal it starts uh, comes because of the lack of space and time. It starts on the head because they have to perceive the environment and perceive the situation around them, and then goes to the leg because they need to solve that problem. So it is a combination of um, the decision making process based on that experience that they have in a futsal game uh, that transfer to the ability, the the, the skills that they're going to develop, and then they transfer that to 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 football to the grass. So it is a combination of factors that is 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 interesting because we need we, we when we work with futsal transferring to football when you when you study that you need to understand that uh, the process needs to be combined so the, the, the futsal will develop this, the, the technical aspects of the player for sure, but, but we'll develop that technical aspect because he needs to solve a tactical problem. And that is how it is great and it's, it's beautiful to work on that because you can see the kids thinking, you can see the heads working, you see they have to solve problems that, uh, that are constant in a futsal game. And that's why we believe, and, and that uh, is pretty much the Brazilian view, uh, the futsal will help more up to a certain age because the, the, the number, the volume of problems that kids need to solve during the game to develop the decision-making is much higher in futsal. Where football sometimes, depending on the age group, we're going to touch the ball. Uh, well, we touch the ball 22 times according to researching in futsal than football, for example. That gives an example. So, Sometimes you have breaks of two minutes, three minutes in a football match to touch the ball, from one touch to the next touch. In futsal this probably will be in seconds. So you always you're constantly challenging yourself to see, oh what's, what do I do here? It's the best thing to do here. And that's how this, this relationship between lack of space, lack of time, decision making process, uh, uh, the need to, to develop the, the, the technical tools to solve that problem, that's when they move to the football. Um, they, will, they will have that process faster and, and agile in their head. So when you see players coming from futsal playing football, Brazilian ones, for example, you can see the process in their head is, is extremely fast. So they are already thinking, they are receiving the ball, they know where they go, they know where the ball is, they know where the opponent is, because in futsal you have to do it. You cannot receive the ball and then put your heads up to see what, what's going around you. You need to have that picture ready all the time. So it's it's very interesting. And um, Marquinhos Xavier, the Brazilian national uh, coach, on 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 his master, I had the opportunity to to be in there. He interviewed uh, Brazilian footballers, uh, national players, and World Cup winners. And interesting because when they being asked what was the main benefit for you, all of them came from futsal. Uh, is part of his research. Was the main benefit of playing futsal in your football career? Um, and the majority of them, prima nine out of ten, said the decision-making, the, the pace of the decision-making. My brain, when I play football, is, it is I can see themselves, they, them talking about themselves. I can see my my toad on the game is faster than everyone else. So when the ball comes to me, I already know what's going on around me and where all the players need to assess the situation. They need to see, they need to judge, they need to to analyze distance and angles. And those futsal players, when they go, they are pretty much like this is an automatic, an autonomous uh, process in their head. So it's great.
0: Yeah, it sounds like an incredible tool for for a youngster. Now, you mentioned that you you working with York Futsal in a number of countries and, and, and putting this program out there. Have you seen a change in the way that Futsal is perceived perhaps um, and is, has been accepted? Is is there a growth in terms yeah, of that? I
1: can, I can say that, yeah, except from the last year and a half with, with COVID. Uh, before that, I can see uh, the, it's improving. And many, many people, many countries are getting to the game now. So Asia, for example, is getting very strong. So they are investing in Futsal bringing in Brazilians and in Spanish coaches in there is the, the two nations we with, uh, with more Portugal as well uh, in terms of coaching so they are very interested on in bringing knowledge to 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 the countries to the federations futsal is 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 one of the sports I, I'm not gonna say you know all the sports because I don't know them but it's one of the sports where the rules change very frequently so FIFA changed the rules to keep the game um, dynamic so you have to challenge ourselves uh, ourselves because um, uh, when the, the rule change you need to you need to adapt you need to come with new new strategies new new processes to to play and, and then to coach um so it is a sport where it's we, we are moving from um a younger brother, of uh, football, even if we like to be part of the of football, uh, but not not to be just the younger brother there, but we we, we growing you know, and I think we are um, more visible for sure in, in television, um, in many countries with social media in these days. Uh, you can easily watch a, a Russian league, you can watch, the, uh, watch a Spanish league, Brazilian league, so it's available for everyone. So the globalization helped Futsal uh, to develop in the last 10, 15 years. But in the last five before COVID it was very, very strong with many coach education happening around the world with many uh, top brazilian and spanish coaches and portuguese coaches around the world and and most importantly like uh, cosafa uh, many associations groups countries federations interested to invest uh, in the game so naturally it's pushing the game up because more people interested more people work on it the level going to uh, increase
0: yeah, just finally for me, I I know the next World Cup, I think, is scheduled to be in Lithuania. Um right. if I'm not sure, you know, COVID-willing, et cetera. I know that uh, CAF, uh, the Confederate African Football, are also pushing very hard to raise the level of futsal. That's one of the reasons why Casafa is, is holding an inaugural championship this year. Is there enough? Do you think you, you kind of answered my question um, in your previous answer, but is FIFA doing enough? Is uh, Are associations doing enough to, to develop the game? That,
1: that's a tricky question. Uh, we always can do better let's put on that way Um, FIFA it's working on on, on futsal it's developing the game it's helping the game to grow UEFA as well UEFA with the Champions League uh, common ball Um, but if you ask could could be done more yes always we can do we can do more to um, to improve the game Um, I I think I think what we need to to help what we need to do is help those new new countries and new federations to get into the game and I think we have some, some work done before COVID, uh, of course, um, on, on from from FIFA, and from UEFA, uh, on that because what happened is we 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 have Brazil, we have uh, Argentina now coming very strong, So another country that uh, uh, developed really well in the last few years. Then Portugal, Spain, Italy, Russia, uh, and, and Asia coming now. Uh, what we need to, to do as 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 a as a whole, as a community, is getting to other places where football is still not strong and, and introduce that game in there. So. Uh, um, World Cup is great, say something very very positive because bring all the the, the countries together to compete and, and is very important. Uh, but we also need to help the foundation because what we want is is as a calf competition, is an African competition with all the countries involved. We want everyone to participate in the African Cup, let's say, and Asia as well. So I think the the main job for 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 us as a organization, as a, as a community, is go to those places that people are keen to develop, but they they might not know how to, or they, they know how to, but they need support, financial, structure, um, and that's when FIFA and all the other organizations could be doing um, a bit more. Saying again, the, we they are working, there are work uh, going on, there are competitions, the women's coming now as well. So, what's very important to get part of, of the game as well? The youth, uh, Olympic game is always a massive discussion about uh, FIFA and the Olympic um, organization to get there. But again, I think for me, my view is always on the foundation, not on the top, but work on the foundation, get more people playing, more countries playing, uh, and then. These naturally gonna improve the top. It will be a sequence of that.
0: South African junior international Rowan Human has been making waves this season on loan at Beitar Tel Aviv in the Israel second division, where he held the club to the semi finals of the country's FA Cup and has had a standout campaign. Human is now hoping to return to parent club Maccabi Tel Aviv in the top flight next season and continue to develop what is clearly a career full of potential. We recently spoke to him about his stay at Beitar. What he sees as his uh, best position?
2: It's, it's it's a very it's a very good league. Uh, the level is good. I I find it a good level. It just it, it teaches you something extra. Being in Israel just teaches you something extra because now you're used to how football is in the PSL. So now you come here and you realize that football is a bit different here. So you adjust to their football, which for a player personally, it's, it's, it's good because now you know how to play in two different leagues. Yeah,
0: and obviously you've you've made a great impact on loan at season I think five goals now and, and you know every week you, there seems to be a clip of what Rowan Human is doing a great goal or a great piece of skill or something like that are you enjoying it and and how, how is it in your own mind how is it going
2: I am enjoying it as as, as long as I'm playing football I said I'm really happy and being here is just it's something different so I'm actually enjoying it a lot because at, at the end of the day, I got something bigger to look forward to. So every week, I just have to get better because I know where I want to be next season. So the only way I'll get there is if I if I do well, extremely well. Now this season,
0: yeah. And did uh, did the coaches at Maccabi say anything to you before you went on loan? You know, I presume they they're obviously watching you and 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 whatnot. But they did they give you any advice?
2: I remember once I went to go do a COVID test to get cleared into training, and uh, one of the guys from my came to me and said that. The the journey I'm making on going loan is, is a similar one to to most of the players that they have there. So I just thought, OK, well, it uh, seems like this is this is a normal thing where they send the youngster out. Because I was under the impression of going straight to Maccabi. And then I got there and I heard about the loan deal. I was like, OK. And then they actually told me the reason to why they do the loan deal. So it's, it's understandable. So I said, OK, this season, let's just go and work hard so next season can go there.
0: Yeah, and and what's the vibe like at Beta? I know you've got a, a fellow Southern African there in Sunzu who's from Zambia, I believe. Is it a is it a nice team?
2: A, a good vibe? It's it's a good vibe. It's we have a lot of youngsters in the team. Uh, I even need to check one day. Like I think the average of our team is twenty years old and nine months. That's it's an average of the whole team's oh, age. Very so so we have a, a very young team and we're doing really well. So we just keep each other going. We push each other to do better there's always good competition because it's a lot of youngsters that at the end of the day all of us have our own goals to, to look forward to so we we just year playing with each other to, to improve each other and we're we doing quite well as, as a team together most of us playing for with each other for the first time so it's good and Nagosa me and him we stayed together so however uh, we have a different relationship obviously to to some to some relationships with our teammates with we we with each other every day before training, after training. So we, we build on our relationship and the fact that we both from Africa and Zambia is not too far from South Africa. We I think we, we started to build a good relationship since coming year. And then you, you seem to be quite a,
0: a versatile player. What what would you say is kind of your, your favorite position or your best position, let's put it that way.
2: My favorite position yes. for me personally is success as a number eight as a box to box midfielder being more involved in the game I guess because I like that position because you're more on the ball you see the ball a lot and I enjoy being on the ball so that for me that's my favourite position but if I'm having if I have to play somewhere for the team uh, I'll put my soccer boots on and I'll play that position as long as it benefits the team and personally as a player you get to learn you learn different things playing in different positions
0: now you've you've obviously represented South Africa due national team level is is something like the uh, the Olympics? Has that entered your head this year, or uh, you know, is it, obviously, I'm sure you're hopeful of it, but um, is it something you're thinking about?
2: Uh... Something I'm thinking about. And if if it is or if it's not that I get selected for the team, it, it, it is what it is. And we, we move on. These things on the end of the world. So we, we just go and look back at the season we had and try and improve ourselves. So that next time, if there is anything like this, you you, you at least in, in content you to, to get a call-up. Call
0: and, you know, just looking a little bit further ahead, say sort of five years down the line, you know, have you have you ever thought about where you would like to see yourself? Um, is, is, I'm sure I'm sure in Europe, but I mean, is there is there a particular league that you think would suit your style uh,
2: more than any other? i I don't think there's a particular league that will suit my style like uh i feel like i can I can play anyway and if I have to adjust to the football in that place i will I will adjust uh, for me personally I don't have a, a certain style I, I just play what there is, and i if I have to adapt I have to adapt and I have to play that certain way or'll play that certain way.
0: That's it for another episode of the Kasafa show. We look forward to the FIFA international window next month. That will see a number of Southern African teams in action. And we'll be tracking their progress ahead of the Kasafa Cup that is scheduled for July. Don't forget, you can listen to more of our podcasts on Sokoladuma Radio, kasafa.tv, Spotify, and iTunes. And you can also get the latest news via our website at www.kasafa.com and on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok.
2: Goodbye.